Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Here on Stolen Lives, we discuss brutal and heartbreaking cases against children. Themes may include child murder, torture and sexual, domestic and child abuse. I do try my best to remain respectful for the babies in these stories and leave out unnecessary details that honestly none of us need to know to understand the frustration of why and how this ever happened. However, if you find any of these themes triggering, this podcast may not be for you. Listener discretion is advised. This story will be hard to get your head around. Her own family have been unable. How could a loving and doting father commit the most brutal and disgusting crimes against his own daughter? A daughter that, by all accounts, he would give his own life for. I have spent a lot of time thinking about how to open this episode, and I really don't know. I don't know how to describe what you are about to listen to today. There were really no actual warning signs besides what could be excused away as a father being frustrated with a moody and stubborn teenager. There was no way of knowing this would happen. No failures of the system. No neighbours turning a blind eye. This is a story of a beloved and happy teenager who went to spend a weekend with her father only to never return home and to die in a way that no one should ever have to imagine, let alone experience. This is Zaria's story. Zaria Jocelyn Burgess was born December 23, 2003, to parents 16-year-old Joshua Lee Burgess and 15-year-old Akeisha Pope. Burgess and Akeisha were high school sweethearts, like many young teenage relationships that are already dealing with the additional stress of being parents. Burgess and Akeisha's relationship did not work out, but they were both committed to giving Zaria the best life they could and being the best parents they could be. As they grew up alongside their daughter, Akeisha would enter into a new relationship and have another child, this time a little boy. Burgess seemed to struggle to find stable work and find his place in the world. But he was an active part in his daughter's life when he had her on the weekends. From all accounts, father and daughter were super close, with Burgess calling Zaria his middle knee. He would tell anyone who would listen just how amazing she was, how he would do anything for her, how he could not imagine what his life would be without Zaria. Burgess posted on social media, quote, I love this little angel more than anything. Nothing beats quality time with my daughter, unquote. August 2018, when our story takes place, Zaria was 15 years old and was about to start her sophomore year at Monroe High School. She was a member of the school's marching band and dance team. Anyone who met Zaria would describe her as always smiling, that she was just a sweet and happy girl. Now, as I said earlier, where Akeisha was successful and in a loving relationship with another child, 
Burgess was not doing great. He would go from one menial job to another, struggling to make ends meet. He was dealing with depression. He didn't get to see his daughter that he adored as much as he wanted. And because of all of that, he would turn to drugs. And to support his habit, he would commit crimes. Burgess had been charged with felony robbery and grand larceny. This would only contribute to how dire his situation was. It made it all that much harder for him to secure a good job and stable housing. So the cycle would just repeat itself. The only consistent in his life was Zaria, and that meant the world to him. Now, everything between Zaria and her father was not as idealistic as it appeared. Zaria confided to friends that Burgess would often scream and lash out at her for no particular reason. On road trips, he would threaten to leave her by the side of the road. It got that bad that there were weekends that Zaria would refuse to go with her father. But because of Akeisha's work, and she was also an active member of the leadership team at her church, as well as part of a dance team, there were weekends she was too busy to be around to take care of Zaria. In Akeisha's eyes, Zaria was just being a moody, difficult teen and being stubborn. This gave Zaria no other option but to go with her father. And on the weekend of August 17, 2019, Zaria was packed up and sent to Burgess's home in Monroe, North Carolina. Unfortunately, Akeisha had no idea that this decision would cost her daughter her life. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The morning of Saturday, August 17, 2019, was like it had been increasingly on the weekends Zaria had to go to her dad's home. She begged her mother not to send her. Zaria even messaged a friend to see if she could spend the night there. But this friend had house guests, so it wasn't an option. Zaria was desperate not to go. It was almost as if she knew something bad was going to happen. She asked her mother if she could be picked up that same evening. But this wasn't an option either, because Akeisha was headed out of town for a dance competition. Zaria didn't have anywhere else to go, so she went to her dad's as planned. I'm going to go off script here because there is something bothering me right now. And I know that some of you don't like when I insert my own opinion, but I'm going to in this instance. I feel like I need to. Because I find it strange that Zaria would be so against going to her dad's that weekend. A father that, by all accounts, she did love and enjoy spending time with. I get they were clashing lately, but still. That's nothing out of the ordinary when it comes to raising a teenager. So I'm learning right now anyway. But I cannot help but wonder. Was there abuse already going on? Abuse that may be to protect her father, maybe because she felt like she deserved it or caused it. She kept it from her mother and friends, so no one knew. I wait 
this child still, she carried around with her. And then this abuse had intensified and become more violent. And Zaria knew her life was in danger, but she still didn't want to get her father or herself in any trouble. I don't know. It's worth considering, though, and keeping in mind with what's to come. But what comes next? It's like something that could be only described as being out of the worst kind of horror movie you have ever heard of or seen. Please do not take the listener discretion at the start of the episode lightly, because honestly, this is the worst anything I have heard of against a child. I am lost for words how to actually describe this without describing it. This crime against this amazing, sweet 15-year-old is so brutal, so disgusting, that all the details have never been released. And I hope they'll never be released out of respect for Zaria and her mother. Zaria went to her dad's as planned for the weekend visit. Everything seemed normal. Akisha did not hear from her daughter, so thought that Zaria's initial stubbornness towards going, it all subsided once she was there and having an awesome time with her dad. The next thing anyone knew was the next morning, August 18th, 2019. Joshua Lee Burgess walked into the Union County Sheriff's Office. He told the officer at the front counter he had to confess to a crime. The officer asked for his name so she could look up any possible warrants, but Burgess said she wasn't going to find anything but, quote, I've just killed someone, unquote. He told the officer he had killed his daughter and told her where they could find the body. The police rushed to the scene to find Azaria, dead from unthinkable torture and abuse at the hands of her own father. Officers in attendance on this day would later recount what they saw was the most heinous crime they have ever seen. According to Sheriff Eddie Cathy, quote, The details of this murder are undescribable. Every officer and detective involved in this case are feeling the effects of what happened to this child. There is no logical answer to explain why this man did what he's been accused of doing. Prayers are with Zaria's mother and her family, unquote. And now our top story, new details in a heartbreaking crime. A 15-year-old girl is dead, and police say her father confessed to killing her. The big question tonight is why. For the first time, we're hearing from investigators working to answer that question. NBC Charlotte's Hunter Signs is live tonight in Union County with the details. Hunter. Sarah and Fred, tonight Joshua Burgess sits on close watch in a jail cell here at the Union County Jail. He is charged with murder in a case that investigators describe as chilling. This is 15-year-old Zaria Burgess, a teenager with her whole life ahead of her. This is just a case where it's just pure evil. But her life came to a horrifying end on Sunday while visiting her father. Still can't believe what happened, you know. Union County Sheriff's deputies say Zaria was brutally killed by her father, Joshua Burgess, the gruesome discovery inside this home on Hampton Meadows Road. He, you know, readily admitted uh, what had transpired. Deputies say Burgess showed up to the Union County Sheriff's Office, spoke to a dispatcher, who then looked him up. He stopped her and said, you're not going to find anything. I've just killed someone. Burgess led deputies to the crime scene. Michael Sullivan grew up with Burgess in the same neighborhood and is shocked by what happened. I actually uh, knowing the guy just a little bit, you know, just playing football with him a couple times, stuff like that with all the neighborhood kids and just crazy and you know how sad and tragic that is. 
A teddy bear now sits on the steps, paying tribute to the girl lost too soon. A girl now gone for no known reason, a case even impacting investigators. Especially when you're a parent, you have children of your own, and you see just the evil that, that people are capable of. It's just not normal. And the superintendent of the Union County Public Schools says Zaria was going to be a sophomore this year at Monroe High School. Counselors will remain at that campus for any students or staff who may need them as they grieve. As soon as the officers walked into the home, Zaria was found in the living room. She was naked and bound by handcuffs on her hands and feet. Cause of death would later be determined to be due to a sharp force injury to her neck. Burgess had slit Zaria's throat so deeply, it had completely severed the carotid artery. Zaria had also been strangled several times before her death. The medical examiner believed her killer, her own father, had strangled her to the point of death several times before stopping and then strangling her all over again, before slitting her throat. Zaria also had multiple bruises and stab wounds all over her body. Some were clearly fresher than others. It was later determined she had been tortured, sexually and physically, for a period longer than 24 hours. Joshua Burgess was charged with second-degree murder, kidnapping, and a number of charges related to sex crimes against a child under 18. Unfortunately for the members of the jury, despite Burgess openly and willingly confessing to his crimes, this case still needed to go before a court because the state prosecution was seeking the death penalty. I would honestly be shocked if that wasn't the case here. In my opinion, the death penalty is the only suitable option here. As for motive, during his confession to police the day he turned himself in, he claimed he killed his daughter because he and the Keisha did not get along, that he wanted to get the ultimate revenge on his former partner. This really didn't make any sense once investigators started to dig into the background of the family because Akeisha was always supportive of Zaria and Burgess's relationship, and the two co-parented without issue. The defence did request for his confession not to be admissible in court, but this would be denied. Finding out the details of the investigation online are limited. I would assume this is due to the graphic details of the crime. As I said, the details of this crime are scarce, which I believe is for the best. Sometimes we are given too much information that is at no benefit to us on the outside. It has been speculated on true crime and unsolved mysteries forums that Burgess may have been a white supremacist, which to me is extremely bizarre. Zaria was mixed race, and by all accounts he adored her. And also bizarre given Zaria's friends were all African American or mixed race, and they say he was accepting and welcoming to them in his home. But a deep dive into the many Facebook pages Burgess had, it would show the pages he was following were majority anti-black groups, one in particular having ties to a satanic organisation. This leads to some forums to suggest that Zaria's murder may have been a ritual sacrifice. To me, though, on the information we do have, I would think this would be more drug-related than anti-Semitic. There were also an increasingly concerning tone to Burgess's Facebook posts. From 2016, he would post about his love of knives. 
One in particular was a photo of a collection of different knives with the caption, quote, I really like cutting people. Oops, I mean I like cutting things. Unquote. As I said, I really believe this comes down to Burgess's increasing drug use. I will post his mugshot in the Facebook group, but one look at that mugshot, and it is evident he was deep in the throes of drug addiction. And unfortunately, drug addiction makes otherwise placid people aggressive and violent. And I'm not excusing anything Burgess did. He is responsible for not only murdering his daughter, but for torturing her for more than a day. At any time he could have stopped, and Zaria could have survived, but he didn't. He kept going, until Zaria's body and mind could not keep fighting. She needed to escape. Take a look at this picture of this young girl. Deputies say this young girl from Union County, with her entire life ahead of her, was murdered by her own father. Now this afternoon, Channel 9 was there in the courtroom as her father, Joshua Burgess, made his first appearance. Channel 9's Tina Terry also talked to other members of the young girl's family. Yeah, she's live in the neighborhood, and she was visiting her father this weekend, Tina, when this happened. Yeah, neighbors here are so stunned by this. Scott and Erica, that 15-year-old girl, Zaria Burgess, was in this neighborhood. As you said, she was visiting her father who lives here. And deputies are telling us that he murdered his daughter and then turned himself in. Zaria Burgess, a bright 15-year-old with an innocent smile. Tonight, family members told me Zaria was sweet and loved her family. She was just the type of kid that would come in the room or come in the house and say, hey, everybody, you know, just wanting to make everybody go They say Zaria was getting ready to start her freshman year at Monroe High, but this weekend she was visiting her dad's house on Hampton Meadows Road near Monroe. Sunday morning, her dad, Joshua Burgess, walked into the sheriff's office and told the dispatcher he murdered Zaria. He stopped her and said, you're not going to find my name. Um, I've just killed someone. And at that point, you know, the red flag started to go off. Deputies say Burgess gave them detailed information about his daughter's death and where he left the body. In court this morning, officials told the judge Burgess strangled his daughter then slit her throat. Today, deputies offered no motive. It's just pure evil. And as they remember Zaria, family members are trying to understand what would cause her very own father to take her life. She was so young and nobody deserves to leave this world like that, especially by someone they thought that was going to protect them and be there for them. And in court, Burgess kept his head very low. It was hard to see his facial expressions. He made very little eye contact. Officials argued that he should not be released on bond. The judge agreed with that. He will appear in court again next month. The trial went on for three weeks of family testimony, medical expert opinion and forensic evidence. I often think about the jury's well-being and mental health in these stories. How do they deal with the heaviness of what they hear in these trials? I always hope they're given counselling, not just in the weeks and months after, but years. I would not be surprised if jury members in trials such as this one suffer from PTSD in the aftermath. That would require lifelong counselling, and I really hope they are supported. After three weeks of trial, the jury deliberated for only three hours before reaching their verdict. 
Despite pleading not guilty, which, come on, you already confessed. But despite pleading not guilty, Joshua Lee Burgess was found guilty for capital murder, along with all the other charges. Guilty of one degree of first-degree murder, one count of statutory rape, one count of first-degree sexual exploitation of a minor, and three counts of statutory sex offences. Burgess would be sentenced to death by lethal injection, receiving an additional minimum of 76 years behind bars. I am always a big fan of adding a prison sentence to a death sentence. It really enforces the seriousness of the crimes. Death is not enough. You are serving a sentence for the rest of your life, and then you're serving a sentence for the rest of your afterlife. And I cannot think of a more deserving person to have that weighing on him for eternity. As it is any time there is a death sentence, there is an automatic appeal for Joshua Burgess going on currently. But even in some crazy world where the death sentence is overturned, he will still spend the rest of his days behind bars, where he belongs. Unfortunately, what is left behind is a lifetime of mourning for Akeisha, her little brother, and the rest of her family and friends. Zaria was talented, sweet, funny, and she had her whole life ahead of her. She would be now 20 years old, most likely at college. But all of this promise was stolen away from her by one of the people who should have protected her the most, her father. If you have your own thoughts and theories on the case we discussed today, or any case we talk about on Stolen Lives, please search Stolen Lives on Facebook, like the page so you don't miss an episode, and join the discussion group to talk about your thoughts and theories. You can also talk to us on Twitter, search lives underscore stolen, or on Instagram, Stolen Lives Podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would appreciate it if you share this episode on your social media of choice and subscribe and leave a positive review on your podcast app. Today's episode was researched and written by me, Ali. Hosting and production was also by me, Ali. Music is by Mayu. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.